Welcome to PageCast's holiday season. This December, we're looking back and reflecting on all the incredible books published in 2022. We've asked a few special guests to review their top pick for the year and to give us a taste of what they'll be reading this holiday and in the new year. We hope you enjoy this episode of PageCast's Books in Review for 2022. Hi fellow readers, this is Jennifer Platt from the Sunday Times. I'm the Sunday Times Books Editor, which I think is one of the best jobs in the world. And I always find it so difficult to pick the best book of the year, but Jonathan Ball, Paige Cars, asked me to look and to think about this. And it's been very difficult because I always have so many books to choose from. But for the first six months of the year, I've been singing the praises of Karen Joy Fowler's book called Booth. Now, Fowler is one of my favorite authors. She wrote the lovely hug of a book called the Jane Austen Book Club in 2004, which was adapted into a movie starring Emily Blunt. She also wrote the most amazing novel. I can't tell you how great this novel is. It's called We Are Completely Beside Ourselves, which gave a new twist to a new ending to a book that I just cannot fathom. It was just so crazy. So Booth is one of those books that... It's just so great. It's like an historical fiction about the Booth family, about John Booth, who assassinated Abram Lincoln in the theater. But it's about his family and how they came to America. Just basically why this led to the assassination of Abram Lincoln and what his family were about and so on and so forth. So I really enjoyed that book. It's one of those books I tell everybody about, like read it, read it, read it. And I'm sure I'm going to get a few copies to give to friends and family for Christmas. But lately, I've been struck by the Colleen Hoover phenomenon. It's very interesting how her books have changed the conversation on many, many forums and how she's become this huge talking point in the book world. It ends with us, has this impact because it's about a woman being in an abusive relationship. And Colleen Hoover writes about how she wrote this book about her mother and about all other women who are in abusive relationships and how it's not easy to understand how they stay in these relationships. And it's not easy to understand how they are victims because we always just think, well, like, why didn't she leave? So it's one of those books that stayed with me this year because it's so emotional impacting I mean, I have friends and family that I know that have been in abusive relationships or are still in abusive relationships. And this makes me understand them a little bit more. And I think that's what the beauty of this book is. Um, She is, she just gets characters right. And you feel everything that these characters feel. The protagonist in this book is called Lily Bloom. And she has this meet cute relationship with a guy called Ryle Kincaid, who's a neurologist, and they have this meet-cute on the top of a building in Boston. And they fall in love, they have, like, wonderful sex, because, I mean, there's a lot of sex in this book. But then during an incident, he knocks her, and she's like, oh, my God. And this just takes her back to what happened during her childhood and how her mum was abused. And we go back in the diaries and we see this other romance that she had with a man, a boy actually, named Atlas when she was 16 and he was 18. And he was kicked out of his house and he was living in this derelict building behind her home. And they, 
she offers him like refuge in the house and gives him food and clothing and you know tells him he can shower because the derelict house doesn't have any electricity or water or anything so this poor boy is just like living there and not having anybody taking care of him and lily takes care of him and his name is atlas which i think is a great name i mean i think that's one thing about colleen hoover she has all of these great characters have all these fantastic names. I mean, like Lily Bloom um, is a florist and Atlas becomes a chef and Ralph Kincaid is this neurosurgeon. And they all have these pretty awesome names and these like pretty awesome jobs. And But they are just like true to life characters, which I think everybody loves and everybody gets in on. And it's so easy to read. I mean, I probably read like five Colleen Hoovers in a row. Um, so if you're looking for something light and easy to read, but, but with a little bit of heft, um, I re would recommend It Ends With Us. And what happened was she wrote a sequel because people were so entranced with this book and she had readers write into her saying, we need a sequel, we need a sequel. We want Lily and Atlas to be here together again. And so she's, she's written a sequel called It Starts With Us, which was released on o October the 18th to great fanfare. Um, some books were released a bit earlier in the US and it was all over social media. And like, people were like, where did you get this book? How did you get this book? I mean, it was just like a complete, <laughs> it, was com it was just amazing how people were so obsessed with this book. So... It starts with us was is the sequel to it ends with us, and it's Lily and Atlas's love story after what happened with Ryle. So we see the progression of, you know, the love story from when they were sixteen to now, and exactly what kind of relationship she has now with Ryle um, after she discovered that she was in an abusive relationship, just the same way that her mother was, and. Colleen Hoover's books have now, like I said, become top 50 bestsellers worldwide. And so you can just read, you can just pick up any one of them really, and you'll be immersed in them immediately. And one of my favorite ones of hers that came out this year is called Verity. It's a bit different to usual romantic, erotic stuff. So this is more like a gothic romance. Like it's very, sometimes it's a little bit disturbing. If you think of Gillian Flynn meets Jojo Moyes meets E.L. James. And Verity is about a struggling writer named Lowen Ashley, who is hired by Jeremy Crawford to take on the job of completing the remaining books in a successful series written by his wife, Verity. And Verity cannot continue writing her books because she is injured, injured apparently, and she's unable to finish writing her books. She is paralyzed from the waist from the neck down or something like that. And Lewin moves into their mansion in like the middle of nowhere in Vermont and to sort through Verity's notes and um, check to see what manuscripts they are. And it's like a scary horror movie type house and, and you know, just glass windows, everybody can see in and ugh, yeah. And she unearths what seems like Verity's autobiography. Um, and Lowen is shocked by the blood curdling revelations in this book. A car accident 
as Leferity, unable to move and speak, but her presence in the house becomes more and more disturbing to Lauren. Lauren, rather than do the normal thing and run and get the hell out of there, stays and um, she falls in love with Jeremy because obviously Jeremy is walking around without his shirt on and he's so hot. Uh, but she does not tell him what she has learned about what Verity has done. And things become even more creepy. Eventually, Lowen finds a letter from Verity that has a very different version of events to that of the manuscript. So you have on BookTok, it's very interesting, there's this debate about whether it is the letter that Verity has written to say that... Um, I did not do any of these horrific things that I said in my autobiography that my husband Jeremy actually did them and so on and so forth. Or there's team manuscript that believe that Verity did do these horrific things. Um, and so there's, there's a great debate. Now, Colleen, uh, I think she's very, very savvy, has come out with a gold edition of Verity which has an extra chapter uh, that about what has happened to Lowen and Jeremy. And it is absolutely creepy. I think it's the most creepiest chapter out of the whole entire book. So if you don't have Verity, I recommend going out and getting this gold limited edition so you can have the whole entire story. Does it actually answer team manuscript or team letter? Is Verity the evil one? Is Jeremy the evil one? Um, we don't know who the villain is. I still don't know who the villain is. But it's very disturbing. And it's quite an awesome book to read. And I promise you, it just goes so quickly. You won't think of anything else. You won't think of the state of the nation. You won't think about, you know, load shedding or anything like that. You'll just be engrossed in this life of this author and what she has done to her family. And she screamed to Lohan, I did, get out of there, get out of there. But Lohan obviously is not going to make that choice, just like in a horror movie. They never leave. So that's my picks for, that's my picks for the best books of, for page costs this year. What I'm reading this summer and there's so many books. I love summer reading because then I can actually go back and read the books that I didn't manage to get to this year. On top of my list is one book called I'm Glad My Mum Died by Jeanette McCurdy. Jeanette was on iCarly and she's a salmon cat star along with Ariana Grande. And it talks about her life, about when she was six years old, when she had her first accident audition. And her mother's dream was for her only daughter to become a star. And Jeanette would do anything to make her mother happy. So she went along with what her mother called a calorie restriction diet. And she had to weigh herself like five times a day. And her mother even showered her until she was like 16 years old. I mean, it's just crazy. And she was forced to share her diaries, her journal and everything, emails with the mother. Then Jeanette became a star in iCarly. And her mom is ecstatic and her mom is eating the fan club and getting on a best name basis, paparazzi. But Jeanette now is riddled with all of this anxiety and shame, self-loathing and obviously eating disorders because of what her mother has done with this calorie restriction diet 
weighing five times a day. And these issues only get worse when she takes the, low, the lead in the iCarly spin-off called Sam and Cat alongside Ariana Grande. And her mother dies of cancer and she's like, oh, finally, I am free from this. But it is a, it sounds like an incredible book. It says it's sold with refreshing candor and dark humor. And I'm glad my mom died is an inspiring story of resilience, independence, and the joy of shampooing your own hair. So it sounds like quite an intensive read, but great for the holidays. The other book I'm going to read is also another autobiography called Matthew Perry, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. And if you don't know who Ma Matthew Perry is, I don't know where you have been. He is obviously Chandler Bing in Friends, and Friends is so ubiquitous, it's everywhere. In this book, Matthew talks about how he struggled with drugs, drug abuse, and how he struggles with this addiction still to today and but he also shares about like what friends means to him and the rest of the world and stories about you know the cast and what happened and so on so that's my other holiday read for this year then I'm going to focus on the royal family I've just binge watched the crown all 10 episodes of season five so I'm absolutely obsessed with that now um, Tom Bauer's Revenge is the next book for me to read. Um, it talks about Meghan, Harry, and the war between the Windsors. And I want to read this one before Harry's next book, Spare, comes out at the beginning of the year, which I can't wait for. But this seems amazing because Tom Bauer is a top investigative author and he does extensive research and interviews from insiders who have never spoken before to the public and unpicks the tangled web of courtroom drama, courtier politics, and a thwarted childhood um, to uncover an astonishing story of love, betrayal, secrets, and, and revenge. I mean, how fabulous doesn't that sound? That's the one I'm going to end with. And it's probably going to be like my before Christmas reading. Happy festive season to everyone. And I hope you have a brilliant holiday and brilliant reading holiday and that there's loads to read and I don't think it can ever be saying that you know you don't have anything to read so um yeah have a brilliant holiday and a wonderful time with your family and books cheers everyone thanks for listening to this episode of pagecast to make the holiday season that much better we are giving away weekly book bundles of all the top picks. Follow us on Instagram at Jonathan Ball Publishers to find out more. From everyone at PageCast, happy holiday.